to sell some of them. You're wasting all your time and money on models. Paint what you have. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Model Club TV, episode 41. No, that's eight. That's 82. No, that's 14. Hold on. I'm an idiot. I'm always looking at myself backwards. There we go. Anyway, how are you? How are you, Scott Johansson? You good? Apparently, I'm great. Yes. Uh, Well, let's get the bad news out of the way. So we were worried about our friend Marty Nero. Uh, We hadn't heard from him in a while. And... The last email I got from him was him telling me he did not feel well. And I think a lot of people had gotten that same email and I had urged him to go to the doctor and we never heard anything again. And Scott, you can continue the story there. There was a post prior to right around New Year's Eve that he did indeed have COVID, but the post went away. And I, you know, I hate to say anything because for whatever reason, maybe he wanted it private, but um, it was really unusual for us to not hear from Marty, either in a private message, especially after an episode. Um, he would always send an email. He would always send photos in. Marty's work's been on a ton of the galleries and finally talked to um, Charlie Robson, who also lived in Canada and Charlie called up. And I guess oh, the relative... You got the number from the white pages. You actually had to try and... Yeah, I had to track down a phone number. Luckily, I had his address because I had just sent him something. And um, so I matched the address to a phone number. And Charlie, who also lives in Canada, was nice enough to try to call there. And, you know, because he was concerned as well. Talked to a relative who really only spoke French. So he couldn't get a lot of information, but um, he did get out of him that Marty had passed away. And the longer it went, the more I suspected it was that was the case. And, you know, I'm just going to say that Marty was always so nice when he conversed with me and so grateful and he loved the show and all that. And I thought, man, this guy really likes us. Well, then you start to see these other posts yeah from other people marty did this with everybody you don't feel so special anymore okay no i I don't feel so special anymore but you know he loved john dennett's work he um i i spoke to john a few times about it and and he was very you know he really liked marty and and you see the other people that marty had conversed with about music and his other hobbies and it's just yeah i was reading some of the comments on his page everybody seemed to like this guy and i don't know why nothing's posted on his facebook page i don't know if he has no family i don't know and and not to like one of the people i saw comment on there was said uncle marty so the family knows i think well no because he always called himself uncle oh that's right oh that's right he always oh, good man. old Uncle Marty, you know. So, yeah. um, so maybe it, not, and maybe say. since it's all in English, maybe people just don't speak the language. So, yeah, I, I, it's Marty was the first person to email the show, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Who's this guy? Like, what is this about?" Because it everybody who's gotten an email from Marty, it was so pleasant and polite and weird, and like, yeah, I'm not used to that kind of stuff. <laughs> so, it, yeah, it sucks. It sucks. 
and I was fortunate enough. Uh, there was a Tony Cipriano cat woman he really wanted, and I was able to track down for him and a few other kits and things that I tracked down for him that he was just really happy with. And I'm glad I was able to do that for him. I'm glad he was able to enjoy them. And he told me on multiple occasions that he, he was done modeling for a while. And when he found our show, mm-hmm. he kind of just got back into it after talking to me and you for a little bit and, and watching it. So at least these last couple, this last year, he, you know, mm-hmm. was building models again and having a good time. And it, it, it sucks. So everybody, if you knew Marty and didn't hear, that's what happened. And, uh, it yep. sucks. And we'll miss you uncle Marty. Yeah, we will. And, uh, we're going to post a little picture. I don't know if people knew this either because all Marty would show in the boards is his, um, model kits and stuff, but he actually had a unique pen and ink style or, you know, of, yeah. um, illustration. And here's a little example of that here, but, um, you know, he had sent me some more of that somewhere. And it's like, for the show, I'm looking for stuff. And it was like hard to find yeah. stuff. So I don't know. I mean, as you can see, I think his cat's name there was Spooky, but I'm not entirely yeah, I think sure. It, I think it was. And uh, that's the only picture of Marty I can find. He had sent me some older pictures, but I don't know where they are. Yeah, I have some. They're, I think, on the other hard drive that I had uploaded, the mm-hmm. like old show stuff too. So, oh, man. Another one. It's just no fun. But we're going to keep going. And one day yeah. it'll be one of us. <laughs> Thanks. I just made my appointment for my scan. Thanks a lot. Uh-huh. Say hi to Marty for me. So. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for that. Leave that in, Dick. Okay. Uh, anyway. All right. So moving on as best we could. These are always hard transitions. Scott, you made a bunch of people mad last week again <laughs> with, with your movie stuff. And I thought to myself, okay, what movie does Scott think is funny? So Scott, give me a funny movie. I'm going to give you two different genres. I'm going to give you two movies. Okay. Okay. Young Frankenstein. Okay, see now everybody, Jason just made a face. Made a face. Okay. But um, now I, I know that's corny humor, which is one of the problems I, I have with a lot of comedy. So I think the reason I liked Young Frankenstein is having been such a lover of the original movies to, you know, see things parodied so well. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, but as far as a really what I consider a good comedy and you're going to shake your head at me. Pulp fiction is probably the funniest movie I ever saw in my life. Okay. I, I, I guess you'd call it a dark comedy. Yeah. Maybe, uh, yeah. but I'll never forget seeing it in the theater, that opening scene where they're um, in the apartment with the kids and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, Samuel Jackson just going off. And I, I just, I, I was, <laughs> I was crying. I was laughing so hard in the theater. And the girlfriend I had at the time was watching it as well. And she was laughing. And I look around the theater. Nobody else is laughing. I know. I had the same experience at Pulp okay, Fiction. Like, I was dying. Uh, and I'm people, like, yep. oh, my God. You know? And it's like, so. Wait, did you see it at River Oaks? No. I oh, saw I, I don't even remember where I saw it. Um, oh, 
just remember I was crying. I was laughing so hard. Okay. All right. Both funny movies. So that gives me a, a, I'm, I'm trying to crack the nut. That is Johansson to figure well, this and out. Sometimes and it's weird because like, so Ghostbusters to me is stupid comedy. Okay. All right. So I wonder which Ghostbusters actor I'll send to his grave now this week. Yeah. But um, <laughs> so it, it, it's just stupid comedy and, you know, stuff like most Will Ferrell movies and stuff like that. To me, it's stupid comedy. You know what else was a Sometimes funny Sometimes stupid comedy is good. Elf. And I, Elf cracked me up. Elf's and I'm funny. not a Will Ferrell fan. And yeah. Elf is a funny movie. Elf to is me. a standout. Yes. I agree. Okay. So, yeah. but. I don't know, you know, like the Dumb and Dumbers and the American Pies and all that stuff. They yeah, just no, don't America, do it American Pie and Dumb and Dumbers okay. don't go in the same. That's too um, Mel Brooks movies don't really do it for me, usually. But I did like Young Frankenstein. Now, you'll probably tell me I like Spaceballs, and I'm sure we'll get a bunch of guys on here that like Spaceballs. And, no, uh, I, I agree. Mel Brooks, it, it's an acquired taste. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it gets repetitive after a while. And, you know, as long as we're on the subject of balls, here's a nice shot of Jesse's uh, cat in his underwear while he's taking a crap. So, Jesse, thanks for this picture. This is great. I hope everyone enjoys this. Awesome. We can't put it at the end because Jesse doesn't watch that long, just in case this episode's Yeah, so we got to get it in a, get in it a in start because, so yeah, we'll he tunes out after us. So like, uh, what, 15 minutes? Is that what yeah. he makes it usually? Well, you know, I, I don't know. You take your cat <laughs> you take your cat and your phone and the can with you and you hope for the best. And oh, Jesse got gold here. So, uh, <laughs> thanks, Jess. I don't, does that understand it? Do you understand it all? Like it, it's no, I, yes, I understand I mean, where you're coming from. You know, I, I can watch. <laughs> all right. I want to make people mad now. Oh wait, new flavored water. Maybe I'll get a product. Placement. What Liquid death too. liquid death. Buried it alive. So good. Buried it alive. Okay. Coca-Cola. Send me water. Taste. Send me water. Liquid death. So anyway, I'm the same way with television shows. Oh, don't, don't. It's so weird, but you're going to rag on Seinfeld, aren't you? Old. No, I like Seinfeld. Okay. All right. Okay. I like Seinfeld a lot. I, yeah, it's been overplayed to death, but I like Seinfeld a lot. Okay. But I'll talk about old shows like the honeymooners. I love the original 39 episode of the honeymooners were gold. I don't think there's, I, I think it's still holds up to this day. It's great. But now I'm going to tell you what I hate and and get ready, folks, because there's so many guys on this show that are going to hate me. Okay. I hate the Three Stooges. Okay. The Three Stooges are fucking dumb. Okay. It's the Stooges. No, it's the Stooges. They're dumb. Oh, my God, dude. Okay. Oh, my God. I'm ready. Hit it. And okay, we're going, we're stopping there. We're stopping. Wait, wait. One of our <laughs> listeners said he was glad that I, I liked the Raiders of the Lost Ark movies. No, I liked the first Raiders of the Lost Ark movies. The rest were shit. Okay. All right. You hate that, the Stooges. No one came you up with that Stooges. Raiders of the No one came up with that bust for me. So um All right. I'm still looking for that Jeff Camp Indiana Jones bust. Wow. Hate the Stooges. I Stooges are terrible. Just terrible. Dude, I'd rather watch Family Affair fucking reruns than the Three Stooges. Okay. (laughs) I 
moving on. All right, we gotta go. We gotta. I can't. Moving on. I can't. Moving on. We we do have some (laughs) some giveaways today. Um, We do have giveaways. So let's do your second because it's a little more formal. Because I'm not important. Um. So we still have this. Because our winner from last episode that won this already had this, but needed the other two pieces. So we still have this to give away. Wow. So do you want to put this in with yours to give away? From Paul Gill, Mark Van Tyne, the American Werewolf in London hand. Should we? Was there anyone else in for that giveaway? I, 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 threw got, the I, things I away. yeah, after I had pulled the name, I figured we were good. So, okay. all right. So in the comments, if you want this piece in the YouTube comments, just comment hand job. Perfect. 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 Yep. Okay. Hand job. And we'll put you in the drawing. We'll put you in the hand job drawing. And second price will be Jason actually giving you one. <laughs> My hands are really dry right now from working with clay. You don't want that. So please. And I don't want to win. I don't want anyone to win that either. That would be awkward. I mean, I'm joining. <laughs> Although, okay. you know how I am after my bottle of whiskey at, at one Yeah, of that's true. You'll crawl in bed with anybody. So then my other giveaway that I have, we had a mystery donor send us a box with a printed kit of a naughty, naughty aerial mermaid, little mermaid. So I have a picture. This is what the kit looks like. Okay. Um, okay. It's a really nice kit. But you know the some... Sebastian in that is yeah. really oh, yeah. well done. Yeah, it's yeah, it is. There's some cool stuff in there. That was so, a good movie, by the way. I saw that movie. I didn't. <laughs> there's a there's a change. So, but there are some problems. There's an issue. Um, it's missing a piece. And so our mystery donor, thank you. Um, if you want to get with the winner of this, it's missing the the bow for her hair. I think I could or if find you want to send anyway. us the file or send us a file, we could print it mystery, send it, do whatever we could print it out and I could send it with, or the person could scratch build a bow. Um, but the other thing is it showed up. All the pieces were just in a bag in this little mailer box. There was no cushion, like none of that, which is fine. But some of the pieces broke and the, the fish needs fixing. Uh, Sebastian's one of his legs broke. And the the bra piece is in a couple parts. So if you would like to win this aerial, which has a little bit of work to do, um, let us know in the comments below, and I'll enter your name for that. I mean, it's a nice little, it's a good little piece. There's the head. Yeah, she's a good little piece. All right. Oh boy, you're she's a teenager, isn't? Oh, she? so she comes with the bra too. So you could build her normal. Yeah, it comes. It comes like the bra is floating in the water, like. I don't want to get in trouble, but oh, can you put it on there though? I don't know. Or you don't know? No, it's like it's in two pieces. It's like a shell. No, I mean, could you fit it on there if you were building it? It's not meant to. I don't think it's meant to kind of. You see how this is? It's meant to like float. I think like he's holding it. See how Sebastian is holding it? Gotcha. But it's Sebastian. Yeah, naughty boy. Yeah, so it's like snapped in the middle. So if you would like this aerial kit, it's all yours. But I think the piece that's missing that I can't find is. The I can't do this backwards. Is the bow in her hair? Okay. okay. So and there's some other. So it's a little. It's a. It's some work. So if you'd like and again, to if the person that donated it wanted to send us the files for the for the for the bow, yeah, we could fix for it. the bow. 
and or any of the broken pieces. Yeah, the crab want, and the... the crab and the um... oh, and the tail, like the tail has a misprint on it, a little bit. There's yeah, so, it's yeah, it, but it, yeah. If someone wants to send that, we could. We'll figure it out. But if someone wants it, type in mermaid. Oh wait a minute, Scott, did you see Splash? Yes, Splash is a great movie. No, it's not a great movie, but Daryl Hannah's amazing. Watching her get out of the water, I could watch that. Dude, I had the biggest crush on her when I was a kid. I would draw mermaids all the time. Anyway. She's married to Neil Young, so I'm thinking you wouldn't like her now. Oh, no. Well, she was was married to Jackson Brown, wasn't she? Or dating him at some point? Yeah, for a while. And then Neil Young knew. Yeah, fuck that guy then. Um, So we have hand job for the hand. Mermaid for the mermaid, and Scott, you have something to give away. I do have something to give away. Mr. Worthling. You remember him? Pushing a button. I pushed the Oh, button. he's got a button. Great. He never calls. <laughs> um he's donated this. Oh boy. Let's see. There it is. This is a King Kong's Throne Stir um customizing kit. And what it is is one of his Fey Rays. And it goes into the King Kong throne stir, and, and uh, there's I've got a little picture of it here. And um, so you can customize that uh, monster rod kit. And uh, so I had ordered one and paid full price, of course, even though he's still making money on my fucking fairy idea, the bastard. So um, no more ideas, no more free ideas. So yeah, someone should make a Three Stooges. <laughs> anyway, in the comments, if you want to win this Kong set, you must put in the comments, 33 Kong is the best Kong. <laughs> okay? That's all you got to put. 33 Kong is the best Kong. All right? There you go. So, so we have you our want to win it. Don't put I want to be in for the Kong because you're not going to get it then. All right. 33 Kong is the best Kong. All right. So I have okay. my that's from Pestilence Labs, Mark Worthling. I also forgot the Paul Gill button. Paul Gill did the hand with Mark Van Tyne. And that's coming up. Yeah, Paul, Paul likes when you hit his butt. He does. And we have that mermaid from our mystery. Oh, you, have a, you have a uh, we talked about that psycho Gorman. And uh, I know Paul is getting ready to send it. He was hoping he could get it to you by this episode, but um, yeah, I'm sure you'll uh, be reviewing that next episode. Yeah, next episode I will have my my paid for Psycho Gordon. <laughs> so let's go on. News and reviews. News and reviews. Uh, this is going to be hopefully a very short episode because we're trying to make Jesse happy this episode. We're, you know. That's right. And, we're going to zip right through. Okay, here's news reviews. <laughs> and it's a short okay. month, and it snuck up on us again, and I have to go out of town again this weekend, so I have to edit. No day. one cares. Okay, go ahead. All right. Get with it. This is, I've been sitting on for two episodes because it, when we had Escape Hatch on, Todd Powell, uh, mm-hmm. he sent it the day after, like, as I was finishing up editing, and I couldn't fit it in, and then I forgot last episode. So, we Sorry, have Todd. his... Replacement head is Toho Kong, is Kaiju Kong replacement head for the Aurora kit, right? Or the uh, yes, Aurora Kong, which turned out pretty cool. <laughs> he looks like somebody, and I can't figure like he looks like a somebody. I know. 
So that's the replacement head for the car. You know, he looks like Ernest Borgnine. Yeah, some yeah. Oh, he totally does look like. Ernest <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put a side by side up. So we have that. Oh replaced. my god, that's pretty good actually. All right, whoever sculpted this, if it's Jeff, I, it was a joke. Yeah, joke. Yeah, it's not the likeness. It's it's, it's the, the it's creature the itself. Yeah, it's yeah. it's just kind of it. All right. <laughs> You want to take this one? Sure. I think this is uh, Mick Wood sculpted this. Yep. And it's a unique uh, take on King Kong. And the reason I say it's a unique take on King Kong is this is the Kong head off the full-size Kong. And it was never shown with a body because it was just for close-ups. And the full-size head looked nothing like either of the puppet heads. So if you watch this movie... You can clearly tell which, um, you know, which puppet yeah. is what and what is the full size head. So Mick took it a step farther, put a body on it, and it's it's not been done before. Todd's putting it out, and um, the detail on this thing is really nice. Mick does great for detail, um, yeah. for sure. The likeness is dead on. You know, it, it's a good likeness. Kind of looks like Borg Nine too. <laughs> I think everybody looks like, Ernest... looks like a gorilla. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. I think that's more of it than anything. Is it boring? I looks like a gorilla. It, it, it could oh, be. Man. And then he has his other replacement heads for the. I think is it who puts this out now? Monarch. Or... Uh, well, it's it's Polar Lights. Polar Lights. Okay. Yes. For the mm-hmm. Ghidorah kit, uh, replacement Ghidorah head for that plastic kit. So, if you want any of these, contact Escape Hatch Hobbies and Todd Powell. It'll hook you up. Wow. That Keydra is nice. You know what I always liked about that model? And uh, I'll let you tell me if you felt the same way. Well, I don't, did you get this or you weren't around for this? No, I've seen it many times and I don't like the model because it doesn't look like the thing. No, I mean, the wings are wrong and, yeah. the, you know, the body's wrong. And it all goes that. back to what Jeff said last episode. It doesn't match. Like, it doesn't look like the the. Well, it yeah. doesn't look at like the box art for him. To me, it doesn't look like the creature. So I was like, eh. But as a as a kid, what I loved about it is because I always played with my models. You know, we've talked about that. Mm-hmm. Um, is that the Ghidorah, uh, the Ghidorah, Ghidra, whatever you want to call it these days? Um, the jaws were poseable, so the jaws, you know, oh, yeah. the heads okay. moved, and the jaws were like, eh, you know, so you could, yeah around because i used to sometimes not glue my godzilla model so i could move the well see i had the i had the shogun godzilla and the shogun rodan the ones that came the big mazinger ones yeah the shogun yeah with the fist that shot up yeah so i still have both of them except i'm missing a fist and like most people and there's places that sell replacement fists you know i'm looking for one to print that's what i was actually looking for because because what you can't afford the ten dollars i know uh, let's see if I the file that. for the print will cost but you the, the other thing is the the lever on the back is cracked off but it's still my original that's what i like about it in the rodan I, I yeah got both those okay uh from troy nayart and shadow creations we have a re-release of one of uh tucky's exo facto kits the jaeger classic sculpted by jeff jaeger it's the wolfman crashing through the glass uh glass door and this time the pieces of glass are clear, clear resin. Wow. So kind of cool seeing that coming back. It is kind of cool. Um, Makes a lot more sense with clear pieces. It did. And, and I remember seeing the original paint 
and um steve had painted it and did a really good job on whatever you could with right. solid pieces so um i remember tucky <laughs> getting quick john tucky story so i watched this scene in the movie when he's putting this out i watched this scene in the movie and i'm like hey that door didn't have any glass in it he's like shut up i know it didn't that's what i wanted or whatever <laughs> so i'm like okay so but it was like see that like lattice on the bottom yeah i think the whole door was more like that so maybe we can just screen grab it's that. more dramatic with glass it's but it is, no it is yeah it is really cool so okay next thing i want to show you from paul gill oh wait that's not paul gill again and it happens every time okay they look so similar they oh great he's gonna love you now <laughs> but i wanted to show because we never show anything like this um we showed the mccready uh bust for the uh mccready jaeger mccready uh jaeger army thing. exclusive yeah. okay and i'm not sure if the if it's closed now but i know that they have like a hundred of these on order okay so paul's gonna be sick of casting these um but anyone that's like never seen the mold for something i mean i i just thought it was cool to like show you know here's the mold for that yeah and um i like looking at molds so you know it was just kind of a yeah you know here check this out if you never saw what it looked like here it is the next thing as long as we're on the subject of jaeger is this is the fifth in the jaeger army uh squad and this is the stomper and I don't know if you'd seen this yet prior to no, this. No, I one. hadn't. This is the first but, time. Uh, and um, I'm not sure what that is on his head. Freaking laser beams. Is it? Maybe it is. No, I don't know. I, I don't know. But um, I'm glad I'm not casting this thing. I'm just saying because, phew. Yeah. A lot of, lot of places for air to get caught there. So um, there's a stomper. I think he's the fifth one. Five. Okay. I was going to say, is that number five? Cool. I think that's number five yes and then i got my black cat kid in now i borrowed this photo from someone in the jaeger army because i didn't want to unpack mine <laughs> but i'll show you why minton box as always so i get it you know got my name on it okay Are you ready look at that what does it say? Packed with love. <laughs> okay. Troy, I love you too. <laughs> so, uh, well, what if that's on everybody's? Well, I'm not, it's going to be like Marty. I'm not going to feel so special. Then, <laughs> then uh, here's, here was probably the base. Also packed with love. Yeah. So I haven't even opened it yet. Um, okay. I have I mean, a sinking feeling it's on everyone's. <laughs> I don't want to let all the love out. Okay. Okay. That's all I'm saying. All right. Our weekly, our bi-weekly, uh, well winner focus. My, uh, I know I got bad news from well today. Oh no. He's going to take a break from Hannah Barbera for a little while and do some original stuff. So, um, oh. yeah, we'll see how that goes. Cause I'm not letting him off the hook that easy. This will be, this isn't even out yet. This is Breezley and Sneasley. I literally sent him this picture less than a week ago. And I don't know if this was in the works or not, but he knocked this out. Now, 
I'm going to talk about this piece really quick. This is a perfect piece. And when I say it's a perfect piece, it's a nice compact base. And it's a nice, you know, the two characters right there, the nameplate. And I just got done printing the Herculoids, which we'll show a little later here in the workbench. Mm-hmm. And, oh, I, it must have took me forever to print. And I got guys that I got to print two more of them. And it's like, shoot me now. All right, so, we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about that later. So I like this nice, compact piece. Really nice. Okay. The next one, and he let this one out right after the last episode. This is Pumpkin Push. Pumpkin <laughs> I'm Jason Walker. I can't talk. Uh, this is Pumpkin Push. Pumpkin. Pumpkin. P-U-N. Pumpkin. Pumpkin. Pumpkin Puss. I was saying push. I don't know why. Pumpkin. <laughs> what a dick. Pumpkin Puss and Mush Mouse, which is like you mush mouth. <laughs> um, this one I've been bugging him for for a while, too, and he popped this out pretty quick. And then we have another one um, called It's the Wolf. I don't even remember this one. Okay. But again, now a little bigger base here. Okay. Three figures. Okay, but these are the ones, and maybe I'll talk about this just a little bit in the workbench because I know we want to keep it short, but some of these bigger base pieces are not the ones I want to be printing for other people. So, and then the last from, well, um, is Frank from the Frankenstones, and I think we had the wife or whatever a couple um, episodes back. This comes from the Flintstones somehow, some way. I don't remember them to be honest with you, but I really think this is cool looking. So <laughs> this is the second in the series. And I thought we showed, maybe we showed this one before. I don't know. We'll have to see. But anyway, I threw it up here again. I don't think we did. Maybe we did, but, but I don't remember. Um, Again, this guy is a super awesome guy. I really appreciate, because I know there's a bunch of you guys out there that have supported him and bought files and have printed some files or just bought files to him on your computer, whatever. The guy is really just a really nice guy. So, and then the last thing, and we showed this last um, episode when we had our guest on Jeff Camp, but I think he's finished this piece now. And this is the Imhotep, uh, yeah, mummy, and from uh, Typhon, and and it's beautiful. It's yeah. just beautiful. So as a uh, perfect black and white. <laughs> yeah, it is. It yeah. is, and it's it's like you say the light. Um, yeah, he nails it. Yeah, and there's there's more images of this on the Jaeger Army. Jeff posted them. He's posted okay. them in a few spots. But um, as you turn it, you see the light differently because it's it's almost like the light's on it, but it's not. But as you turn it, it's like it is. So it, it's just really cool. So, um, yeah. and then um, trying to think what else. Is that all I got? That's all I got. That's all I got, too. Uh, I was hoping to have that other thing, but we had to record earlier than we normally would. But we'll have it on next time. My psycho gore man. Scott, we haven't done this in a while. On the road. On the road. Without Scott Johansson. Again. This is... I don't know if you've noticed, yeah, you didn't even offer for me to go. You're like, hey, man, I got to go to Greg's. You want to go with me?
Did you even offer? No, I didn't. It was Why? a quick, I, I thought it would be just, you know, quick run there and come back and drop it off and go. I'll tell you why. Anyway, so just a little little history of what happened here. Uh, Greg Damian lives right by both of us, and he was one of our listeners that won a kit last time. Mm-hmm. And instead of shipping it to him, he had offered to come pick it up. And I was like, no, the best, the least I can do is come bring it to you. So uh, we were had a date set, and then it got pushed back because of a meeting I had to do. So then I just ran it up on a snow, like that snow day I had. So I ran up like during the day before the snow hit. Um, but holy crap. First, I want to say thank you, Greg, for not being a weirdo. Because <laughs> this could have went completely sideways. Yeah, bring out the gimp. Cause, See? Exactly. Because, you know, if you've been to Wonderfest, you know there's some. Come on. What? Very well-adjusted people. Yes, there are a lot of well-adjusted people. Like us. Yes. There are some that are not well-adjusted. <laughs> I'm glad. Like us. Yes. And I'm glad he dealt with my unwell-adjustedness. But no, seriously, uh, great guy. Holy cow, he has a cool collection of stuff. Virginia, who donated the hat and scarf. Greg Damian's family is now the owner of the hat and scarf. I brought it to him on a snow day when it was cold and snowing. So I think his wife ended up getting it, but she liked it quite a bit. You know, that's pretty interesting. Oh, no, what? So you drove up to Midway Airport with did. his kit. And his hat and scarf. Oh, shit. <laughs> and I still don't have mine. Now, for those of you that don't know, I live about three times closer <laughs> to Jason than Greg does. Okay. I'll bring it tomorrow. I'm not going to be here tomorrow. I'll put it in your mailbox. That's even better. I'll yeah, so the no door. mail. My mail goes outside, no, idiot. No, I'll put it in your door. I, that way I don't have to see you. That's what I mean. It's even better if you're not going to be there. Oh, boy. Um, All right. But anyway, so he took me down on a tour of his collection, and the first thing you see when you go down there is this killer creature from the Black Lagoon pinball machine. Oh, man. Mark Worthling, take that. Yeah. Uh, and it works. So, and we were invited over it? anytime to hang out, and we could play pinball if we want. So, very cool. Oh, he also cool. has a ton of original artwork. And a lot of Mondo pieces that I love to see because I collect some of those as well. And I, he's got this amazing, this Island Earth Mondo piece. And he got it in an auction last year when they were doing stuff for COVID for the Austin Draft House um, or Alamo Draft House, sorry. And uh, it's such a great poster. It's the uh, great artwork. They're the huge ones that he's spent a lot on the frames as well. And it's just a nice little display area. If you look also here, he has. Uh, some them pieces and some another awesome Mondo Bride of Frankenstein. Piece. Oh, that was an awesome piece. I remember when that came yep. out. Uh, the House what of Haunted the, Hill. Uh, are those autographs over there or what? Uh, some he did have some autograph stuff. There is on this, mm-hmm. the, there's a them stuff he got at auction. Where is that one? Um, it's there somewhere. Oh, it's uh coming up. Uh, but yeah, some really great posters. This is a, I think he's, I think it's a Vincent Price self-portrait or something. If I'm totally wrong, please email me back and let me know. But I think he said this was a Vincent Price, like drawing that he did of himself. Like a self-portrait. I'm not up to that yet. Oh, wow. That is awesome. It's just, 
all awesome stuff. Yeah, really cool. Really cool. Here's the them. This is a stuff he said he got at auction, I think. Some signed things from them, them and some other original art. But lots of cool pictures to look at. Lots of cool stuff. On his desk, he has a piece that you're familiar with. You know, folks, I've mentioned that we're having a table at Wonderfest, and there just might be a few of these on the table. So, there you go. Just saying. Just saying. Uh, he also did some military modeling, so there's some tanks down there. He also has a wonderfully uh, amazing World War II collection of some stuff, which is great, and more foreign posters for things. It was. We spent, I don't know, like an hour just kind of going over stuff he had. Um, the creature hand. He's got some of Jesse's pieces down there. Some of Paul Gill's stuff. A lot of Paul Gill's and William Paquette's stuff. Wow, he's got a lot of stuff I got. Yeah. Cool. This is a fr- original Frazetta drawing sketch, I think, with some. He said that this is one of his favorite pieces. Wow. Really cool things. And then another, he has a Mars Attacks wrapper, like the package wrapper, original. That's cool. I, I like the display. Yeah. yeah, really cool. You can see uh, Greg's feet in that picture, <laughs> his stocking feet in the reflection. You can also see in one of those pictures, you can actually see uh, Greg's face. Which one was it? There was one in there where you could see him in the, in the reflection. I'll let everyone kind of go back and look. I have a wrapper. Um, Tupac? from the original the Dunross King Kong cards from the nice. 60s and I actually completed my set my set's not mint but it's it's. I replaced most of the cards that were not great at all I think I gave all the extra cards I had to uh, Rob Madison when he was here um, but yeah, take your time and, you're not gonna uh, fucking believe this I dropped that part again <laughs> you're an idiot so um I gave Rob Madison all my extra Don Ross cards after I completed the set, you know, which what I would call a very good plus uh-huh. complete set. And the back of those cards made the Aurora Kong barks art. Uh, they had a puzzle on the back. And I was able to get a wrapper for that set too. And I do have a repro box um, from that set as well. Cool. That's actually really well done. But um, that's a great way to display that wrapper. I like to display mine maybe like that. Yeah, so get a little nameplate made. And then he had yeah. a boomerang collection and he throws boomerangs. <laughs> How awesome is that? I would love to see somebody throw a boomerang. Dude, he said he would take us out throwing anytime you want. So Oh no, I don't want to throw it. I just want to see him throw it and catch it. Okay. He said he'd do it. I asked him if he could throw them. He said he's good at it. <laughs> we can learn how to throw boomerangs. Wow. I'll be like the kid in Road Warrior where it comes back and throws it. Or no, they got the kid, but you could be the kid. I'll go to catch it and get my fingers cut off. Let's do that. You know, you're kind of like a boomerang. Oh, here we go. Well, yeah. I mean, every two fucking weeks you come back. And we're yeah, all right. Oh, boy. All right. Okay. Anyway, that was On the Road with Greg Damian. So, awesome. Thanks without. for letting us hang out. Without Scott was great. Uh, he's up for hanging out and having a little cookout. So, if we get that Chicago thing going together. Look out. Yeah, I think. Greg will be fun. here. I won't have any windows left, but the boomerangs will be flying. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Even if it's just the three of us, I think we'll be cool. All right. Workbench. Funny to have a dog that would chase boomerangs. <laughs> like, you go crazy running after it and just comes back to you. And it's like, yeah, okay. Ready to go again? Yeah. 
All right. And the workbench. All right, Scott. Update. So update. This is uh this is the Herculoids kit from Well. And um I think it's 43 bases. I know that sounds crazy. That base is about, I think, 11 inches wide at its widest point. It's four pieces. Um, I only printed this at 75% because that's all that would fit on my printer. Okay, so this could print bigger if you had a bigger printer than a Saturn. Yeah. Maybe when the Jupiter comes. And there's another picture of all the little figures. And the figures are small. Okay, I'm not going to lie. The figures are small. So that's a lot of kit. It's a lot of kit. A and lot a few of time. People want me to print it and I've printed it for them and they're all friends. So I'm doing it way cheaper than I should. I don't want to print <laughs> this for anyone. Okay. I'm going to tell you right now. First of all, the file's expensive. It's, it's, it's now an $85 file. Okay. If you want me to print one for you before and you want to commit before March 10th, um, then I can still get the file a little cheaper, which will which will reflect the cost. However, okay, and this is this is the however point. If someone wants me to print this for them, it's it's two hundred and fifty dollars. Okay, and, and people are gonna look at it and go, Well, yeah, it's as much as a garage kit or more. And I'm like, Yes, it is. So I, I'm just going to break down the math really quick. This whole thing is $50 worth of resin. Okay. And the file's $50. That's 100 right there in just cost. Mm-hmm. All right. It is 77 hours of print time. Jason can, can confirm this. Most guys charge between 3 and $4 an hour. For print time correct am i yep. am i wrong yep, that's or? right that's right so at 250 i'm charging you about two dollars an hour for print time and then the hundred dollars um for the materials in the file now and, that being and said, when people like because this is kind of gonna i'm gonna talk about this for a minute too materials also includes cleaning alcohol yes the the power that it takes to run things Okay. Paper towels, uh, other glove gloves are expensive. Like that kind of like, there's a lot that goes into it that people. Every just... hour your LCDs are on, or your lights are on, your there's a lifespan on them. There's a yeah. two thousand hour lights, you know, roughly lifespan on these things. So they're not infinite. It's not like I have this machine forever. It's going to I'm going to have to buy parts for it or replace it at some point. So that is part of it as well. In a sharp contrast, I was able to print a Groovy Ghoulies mummy for someone. And um, Joe Bellow, I'll tell everyone who it was in case you want to go to Joe's house and steal it. <laughs> um, but, you know, that was a, you know, it was much cheaper on material and the file was a lot cheaper. And so, you know, I gave Joe a good price and it, it's like, those are the things that are a lot easier that you can get cheaper than garage kits. Stuff like this, you can't get cheaper than garage kits. Okay. Yeah. And also, there's file prep. And when I say there's file prep, 
I have to go into the program and orient and support. Which takes hours at times. Well, yeah, you know, or each print, even if you, you know, I forgot how many prints. Maybe I have it here still real quick. This was a lot of prints. I mean, I want to say it was like 12 or 13 prints. Um, ranging from seven hours to four, four to seven hours, you know, so it's, you know, it's, it's, um, maybe, you know, 15 minutes to a half hour to set up a file. And, uh, that doesn't count if you have a failure. So, um, and I kind of went into this. I got not an argument, but a multi-post discussion <laughs> on Facebook. And everyone who knows me knows what that means. But I was, I again, Warhammer stuff, model kits versus printing. They were talking about printing versus buying stuff from Games Workshop. Games Workshop is no- notoriously expensive for their miniatures. Uh, a box of, I don't know, sometimes can run you like $50 on average for a box of minis to paint for an army. An army mm-hmm. like orcs takes, you can have 500 miniatures in your army, right? So that's a lot of money. And people are like, well, let's just print them and, and not do anything. I'm like, that's fine. But sometimes I would much rather crack open that model kit box and just cut them off the screw, sprue and put them together and paint them and, and go that way instead of worrying about supporting, worry about printing worry about failures worry about cleaning up worrying about curing and buying all like they they just i think it's people who don't know what goes into it saying oh it's just easier to do it this way it's not true it is a million times for producing stuff it's harder sometimes but for me as a modeler opening up a box of miniatures is a lot easier to me (laughs) than you know printing them and i have the ability to print i'll print big monsters once in a while there's no way i want to print 500 works and and go through it that way and and uh-huh. cut each pr- like it's a lot easier to spend that money and at this point in my life m- like time is more important to me than money and i you know i'd rather spend at a little bit extra money and and cut that stuff off a of sprue whereas you know something like that hercules though it hasn't happened no one's put out something that good with those characters and that's where it's like okay you got to print it um, but there's options. I mean, you want to do different things. It's going to, it's going to take different ways to do it. Right. And this, um, 13 prints, by the way, I just looked. So okay. it was 13 prints. Understand most like the groovy ghoulies mummy was two prints. Okay. Uh, the groovy ghoulies wolfie, which I'm showing a picture of the head here. It's just about done. I have the rest of it. Um, yeah, I think that was, uh, three prints. Okay. And not a lot of pieces, so not as much work supporting. Okay, the pieces I printed this particular one big. It's it's I printed it at one hundred and twenty five percent. Yeah. Okay, because I wanted the, the. I'm actually printing this for someone. He wanted it a little bigger, but um. So, but it's still an easier print. So it's it's not going to be two hundred and fifty dollars. Okay, now. We did get a message. We can talk about it. There's no reason to play it. Um, but CG Blade called up and said, well, you know, you can buy different licenses basically for these things from the sculptor that permits you to print so many. I forgot to put the, the reason we didn't play is I forgot to missed it in the voicemails. So yeah. and then we played it. We'll just it, it's kind of out of place at this point. 
So right. So this particular gentleman, well, um, he doesn't offer that. Okay, and I've already spoken to him, and I'm going to print some of his stuff and take it to Wonderfest, and if it sells, I'll still pay him for the file. So it's, you know, I just believe in paying the artist for the file. Now, there are Patreons out there. Which I think is the way to go. If you're going to be selling stuff. Patreons out there that say, hey, print as many as you want, just don't give my file away. Yeah. Okay. Or pay a little more to be able to pay sell more, things. and then you can print X amount. And I did that with one too. I know you did it with. Uh, I do it with a couple right show. Yeah, and um, I think I I did one too a Roadrunner that I haven't even touched yet, but I bought the license where I think I can print twenty of them and okay. sell them if I want. So it's yes, you can buy those licenses, and those licenses for someone that prints, that's the way to go. But not every sculptor offers that license. Okay, so maybe yeah. they're not aware of it. Maybe they don't, you know. But again, I believe in paying my guy. And um, I still haven't finished printing that duck. Okay. <laughs> so oh, that also brings me to a workbench question. What about Big Galuna? Uh, I don't know that Big Galuna is going to happen with everything. Oh! That- no, it's going to happen. It might we not happen. Oh, Mark Worthling! Whoa. It might not happen by Wonderfest. Well, you know. Man, Worthling's got me, sent me into depression, you know, making so much off my idea. But we'll see. I, I don't want to say never. Um, We'll see. So, wow. I knew it was going to go this way. Yeah. I, well, I didn't know. It's just life gets in the way. So. Yep, that's true. But uh, it is still going to happen. I mean, I didn't. It, it's still going to happen. So, <laughs> so uh, what I've been working on. Oh, wait, can I show one more thing? Yeah, go ahead. I printed this with filament. Oh, wow. How'd it turn out? You like it? Yeah, I printed a bunch of them. I've been giving them away. So, and, you know, so people can see what a filament line. I don't know if you can see it. It'll focus. It's hard because of the black. But, you know, there's lines in it. But, you know, for a little decoration piece, a little desk decoration. Yeah, yeah, this this is pretty cool. I've been printing out articulated lizards for kids at school. (laughs) Just giving them away. One last thing I'm going to show. And it's just a handy, stupid little organizer. I built it last night just for the show. It's only 25 bucks. But check it out. Yeah. And it's held together with screws. Are, are, you ever build anything like this? Yeah, so kind of. The screws go back and kind of hold it together, like right here. Yeah. So it's not glued. But I don't know. I just thought it was 25 bucks. It looked cool. Where'd so you get I, it at? I bought that on Amazon. And it comes in different finishes, too. All right. Today's episode is brought to you by the letter <laughs> H. Okay. All right. Uh, what I've been I'm doing. Right. I got back to painting. Yay. Let me turn the camera on. Look at camera. I continued. I finally got some more work done. And this is a bad, bad lighting, but I got the blues done. My, my owl is going over the edge, but I started working on it. Blocked in most of the blue. I'd say there's like a couple hours left. And I am finally done with my Ghost of Castle Mar- Castel Moray and finished. So I'm excited for that. I'm, I think I'm liking the way that's turning out. And again, as Jeff said, I'm surprised to make up the back. I'm surprised you're not skeletized like that thing by the time you finish it. <laughs> I know, like I, I should talk, but but I was know. thinking, and I I, I got to get a hold of an ex girlfriend actually because. 
I painted a Bride of Frankenstein like this, like the box art colors, back in 2000. And I want to see if I find pictures of it. But um, So the other thing I did, I did my first test print of my uh, Agent Carter that I'm going to be selling at Wonderfest that I bought. There's going to be a ton of options for it. I'm thinking like 130. That's a big figure. Like, that's huge to me. Oh, and people ask, why can he sell it at 130? Why can you sell it at 130 when I'm going to charge 250 if someone wants to say Hercules? Well, there's a lot of prints, a lot of supports, a lot of, like, it takes a lot of resin, actually, and that's what it's but worth to me. If you want it... You only have to pay for the file one time. Right. I, for that one, I only have to pay for the while one, one time. So we're good with that. The other wow. thing is... Let me... I can take this down for a second. She's going to have... There are like five different options. There's a full, complete lingerie version that's going to be available. There's this version, but with her jacket open in a bra. There's a jacket open with her with no bra. And then there's one with her with completely topless that would go in the lingerie one. So I'll have all those available. And you could probably buy those things extra and we'll figure something out. Um, Maybe you should put some photos up so people can see it. I have them. I'll throw them up here. So I'm still working on those. This is my test print. I'm going to paint that one up. If you want one earlier than Wonderfest, Good I don't night. know. That, I might wait till after Wonderfest. There's one person I think I promise one to, but I'll talk to them later. My question to you and any other producer, since I've never done this before, where do you get boxes for kits to sell? It, it depends what you want the box to look like. I want it to look like, can't see it anymore. The geometric, like that 12 inch, just the white 12 inch box. U line. What? U line. U line? U line. What is that? It's a store that sells boxes. U L I N E? Correct. Okay. Look at that. Useful hobby tip. U line for boxes. But there might be a minimum. Like you might have to buy 10 or you might have to buy. That's fine. I don't remember. Yeah, I bought fine. from them before. You could also buy, I mean, there's places that have boxes. I looked on Amazon, but I was like, eh. Yeah, look at Uline, and I'm not sure how the prices are. It's been a long time, but I bought. So they pull up in a truck, just so you know. They they use an actual truck to deliver your stuff, like a rider, like a rental truck. (laughs) So it's actually a truck to your house, right? Okay. The guy gets out. He's got all these boxes. And I had ordered some, at that point, styrofoam popcorn from them as well. Okay. It was a four foot bag of styrofoam popcorn. Okay. <laughs> it was like, you, and I still have the bag in my basement because I've used it over and over again for popcorn over the years. Yeah. Um, when I used to get it and now it's like getting gold. So if I get something with, and, and Troy, kudos to Troy, styrofoam popcorn. Okay. Um, I know it's horrible for the environment. That's why we recycle it and use it and store our stuff in it. Yeah. So, so okay. Good to know. Scott, we don't have a guest this week. So oh, I thought no. we could have a garage kit conversation and a print conversation. Okay. And we're going to call it, look at that, a ghost. Jason's camera falls out of nowhere. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Called Please Stop. Please Stop. And how I'm going to explain this is things we would like to see garage kit producers, sculptors, painters, whatever you want it to be, stop doing. And if you got two or three ideas, I think I have two. I don't know how many I have. I'm just going to wing it. Okay. I'm going to wing it with a couple too. 
So we're going to call this Please Stop. And people, if you're following along at home, in the comments below, what you would like to see people stop doing. Stop hating. They want Scott to stop hating and the Three Stooges and, and <laughs> Peter Jackson. So I'll go first since it was my idea. And I'm probably going to catch hell for this. And this is where Good. we're going to get hated, I think. But whatever. I would like to see people stop putting boobs on things that don't need boobs. Like the kit we're giving away. No, not like that. <laughs> Let me explain. Oh, boy. The predator should not have boobs. A female predator, if you work it through in your head, would not have boobs. Creature from the Black Lagoon with boobs makes zero sense. I know it gets people off and it's weird. Talk about your big galunas. Right, exactly. <laughs> but come on, think through it. I, there's some, I know there's been some great sculptures of that out there, but to me, it's ridiculous. And this is a personal opinion show. And if I offend a sculptor at any point, I am sorry. But putting boobs on a predator makes no sense. They have no lips. They couldn't suck on a nipple. Why would they have boobs? They had boobs. They'd be pretty gnawed off by the time the baby <laughs> right? gets on. Amphibians do not have nipples or breasts. So they, don't, they lay eggs, I would think. So if you're laying a brood of eggs, reptiles, whatever the gill man is, there would be no boobs necessary on a female uh, creature. The one that I think was done right. Remember the death of a mate kit or she's like, mm -hmm. got the heart. That one didn't have boobs, right? I remember. I don't think it did. I'll, I think that's the Jayco piece, right? But mm -hmm. that was done right. Like if you just change the structure of that creature a little bit to make it look more feminine, like maybe less musculature, um, a little more like, like skinny or, or tall or like something that make it look. If you look to the animal kingdom and look for things other than sex organs, like like boobs and penises and all this stuff, it's coming, from, it's coming the from, the from the guy that wants the penises. I think that's a different yes, story. Exactly. That's a different story. Different story. If it's supposed to be there, I want it there. If it's not, don't put it there. So, like, if you look at two like snakes, I think I messaged this last time or may, may, talked about this last time. A snake female has a short, stubby tail. A snake male has a long, skinny tail. So it's like things like that, like a female predator would look different in my opinion, not because there's just boobs on it, but it's the tacking on of boobs drives me crazy. The one exception I'll, I'll make is HR Giger based stuff because he based a lot of his artwork on that. So an alien from Giger, if you're basing it on artwork kind of stuff, okay. If it's the aliens from the movie and you're just tacking boobs on there, don't do it. Please stop doing that. I think it's ridiculous. <laughs> and this is a please stop. That was my first one, Scott. What's your please stop? Well, I know what you, you know what my first one is going to be. And it's recently happened more and more and more. Okay. Okay. Stop for the love of God. <laughs> stop. And, and this goes for any superhero kit, but I've noticed it more on Superman kits. It's not just superheroes. Okay. I'll tell you and, why and, in a second. But stop putting that S on his chest and having it raised off his clothes like this far. Okay. It's dumb. It looks wrong. Okay. I hearken to the Aurora where it's just kind of etched in. Do that. Right. Or... Sorry. There are a few guys that have raised it just barely. 
you know, where it, it, it's just barely. And I'm not in love with it, but I'm more okay with that than I am just that stupid raise. It it's like way. a quarter of an inch sometimes. Like, yeah. And, and remember you showed me that one statue says this Superman is really cool because and it's, it's yep. and, and it, it'll be another stop in a minute that I'll do. But, and then I said to you, yeah, but turn it sideways and look at the S and you're like, Oh yeah, that looks bad. You know, it was, off. And, it was like a half inch sticking yeah, off his I, chest. I, I, it's like, why it looks dumb. So, and so okay. it's not just superheroes. I've noticed that there's a character that I've just got for something. And the str- the pants are pinstripes, right? They they are pinstripe pants or striped pants, brown and brown and purple. But they took the stripes and raised one up. I don't want the. I don't think they. And I think this is a printer versus garage kit thing. I don't think mm-hmm. the printer people realize that people can paint stripes, so they want to raise those stripes up so they make painting easier instead of teaching people how to use mask masking materials. Or giving people the ability to just, if you just scribe those stripes, and I get painting, like, I had that Al Swearingen bust from a while back, and his whole suit is brown with, is pinstripe brown. And, Mm -hmm. man, that's a pain in the butt. They're not in there. You have to paint those on. And I get why that can be hard, but you don't raise up the stripes on a suit. Like, it makes, it's dumb. So I agree with you. Please stop. Yeah. Since we're on superheroes, what's your other please stop, Scott? Please stop doing all these ultra realistic movie looking. <laughs> okay. Superhero kits. I, they're cool. Don't get me wrong. I, I understand that they're cool. And with the 3d printing, you can do the textures and stuff. And, and, you know, I bought that sideshow Thanos piece and it, it's beautiful but it's got that ultra realistic style. I'm tired of seeing it. Okay. Please someone do some classic takes on the superheroes, Marvel and DC and kind of like Bowen did his statues for Marvel. Okay. They looked like they did in the comics. I don't care if it's unrealistic. I don't care if it it's, you know, I, I don't care if there's texture on the clothing. All right. I just want it to look like it did in the comics you know and that's again i'll harken back to the aurora superman perfect example to this day that kid holds up because it looks like it did in the comics okay and i i wish more 3d sculptors would do that so even well if people are going for a movie version of something is that still a please stop or is that no it's not a please stop other than it's kind of like the universal monsters and aliens and predators in our hobby. That's my next one. <laughs> it's getting overdone. It, you know, it, it's, you know, yeah. how many different versions of Captain America holding the hammer do you need? You know, well, then and, let's and, just say my please stop because okay. it's right there. Please stop doing the same thing over and over and over. And it goes to classic monsters. It goes to, and I know George is going to be very upset with me right here. Death dealer. I, I can't wait to see this new death dealer. I, I, I think it's a great idea, but how many death dealers do we need? Like, seriously, they're the same thing over and over and over. And there's not a lot to it. If you change it up and add the lighting kit, like uh, Jeff said's coming out with George's, that's a great idea. That's a cool way to do that. And that might be the capstone for me on the death dealer. Like, all right, you have it on the horse. You have this really cool, large bust. You have some standing death dealers that people have done. Great. We don't need to do that anymore. 
We don't need Frankenstein looking left, right, up, down, to the corner, to the side, diagonal. And, and that's not a knock, right. by the way, on Jeff. No, no way, not I at mean, all. Jeff sculpts what he's asked to sculpt, and, right. you know, but it's, and, and, you know, you're talking to a guy that has millions. I know. I'm 70, <laughs> 70 plus Frankenstein kits. And I it's like, I mean, there's some, I that never just... see another one again. I'm happy. Yeah. Okay. There's, I think the definitive of the f- definitive one of each of those has already been done. And to keep trying over and over, like give it, give it some time, give it some space, let it breathe for a while. There are, you were seeing a lot of these cool other characters like the black cat ones and the Imhotep that's never been done before. Mm-hmm. I mean, do stuff. There's places to go into those movies and get things that haven't been done, which we, I think there's people that are doing that lately. I think Paul and, and, and Mark. I was going to say, as that. obscure as Psycho Gorman is, kudos right. to Paul for having the balls to do it. And, and it's like, yes, stuff um, like that. And if you have not seen Psycho Gorman, please go watch Psycho Gorman. And then uh, I know we had talked about Robert Tundy's uh, Adventures of Robin Hood, stuff like that coming out. It's different. It's different. Okay. It's, yep. it's, it's different. Fantastic. And I think, and, and, and you're I, talking to the universal monster by everything yeah. guy. But I mean, take a universe. Let's just take Son of Frankenstein. All right. Let's take that movie. There's other characters besides the monster in that movie that could be done. Mm -hmm. Right. There's not a lot of of Igor or. No, or the cop with the arm. Like Mm -hmm. you could do those. People are young Frankenstein again. Right. (laughs) But I mean, there's stuff. There's there's other characters that you could do. I think a silver screen female line would be kind of cool to do some of the heroines from those movies um, mm. and have them done well, or would be a great idea. I mean, if you're into classic monsters, there's ways to do it, but just get, let it, I don't know. And predators, I like Naren. He does great predators. They're, they're so cool, but okay. Yeah. I don't know. Do you have another one? Um, I got one for Rainer. I found it in our comments. He wants us to please stop talking about 3D printing, <laughs> which I understand. It says a garage kit podcast right there at the top of the show. And I want to explain this a little bit. Scott and I have had more fun printing in the last year than I've had with garage kits in the last five it got stale for me. So I think this has breathed a lot of life back into the hobby for me. And I really see the two merging. So eventually I think most garage kits are technically going to be printed recently in, or in the near future anyway. Or they're um, going to be printed before they're molded and cast. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're still going to be placed. They're still going to be. Yep. But we'll try. I really want to make an effort to bring it back more to garage kits and, and, and in each episode have something. And Instead again, focus. The, the guys that are doing garage kits are right now that are putting out new stuff are so few and far between with their releases and stuff. Um, a lot of it's got to do with because most of them are using the same sculptor, but it's <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you know, you same got four. Typhoon. I would like, yeah, I can think through like there's four sculptors that are really doing most of the work, you know. Um, yeah, so it's you know, I uh. You know, uh, filmy Mark Avakin comes out with one kid a year, you know, and that's fine. That 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 works for him. 
you know. Um, and they're nice you know, kids. Yes, he's got stuff coming out that he's he's working on, you know, for for his series of stuff. But um, you know, Paul's doing his stuff. Mark Worthling's doing his stuff. Uh, Mike Kelvert, um, across the pond there is doing his stuff. Uh, Troy, you know, showed us something today. So you know, yes, you get the the kids to come out. Um, you know, but there's just now now going to the 3D world and look at. And again, it's cartoon kids are my thing, and I get it. But when I started out, well, I think had like thirteen kits on his thing. He's got seventy some kits out there now. Okay. Yeah, I've probably bought forty of them. <laughs> okay, if not more, I'd have to count. But it's like, yes, <clears throat> you know, cool, something different. And I think right? that's, and I think that's probably why it has gone more than that. The, the things that are available for you to print just aren't there with garage kit. And when I find a great garage kit and maybe I just, we need to, what we need to do is do what we had talked about. Scott's basement. We'll, t- we have a segment we've been planning on doing for a while. It's just bring out some more of the old garage kits and introduce those to people that haven't seen them and, and mm-hmm. bring that. I know Jen's porner, uh, Jen's does that on his Instagram uh, page. He brings out old garage kits and just puts pictures up of them on Instagram. So, uh, I'll link to his stuff here too. Then too, I, I will say this, you know, and, I, and sometimes you're in the majority or the minority. A lot of people are really enjoying the, the 3d printing, uh, yeah. talk. And just like, um, you know, Jesse always gives me a little crap about how long our episodes are. I, we have other people that tell us, Hey man, I don't care how long they are. Okay. So, I mean, it, it's, you can't please everybody. Yeah. One of them, he just died. So <laughs> we're down. Yeah, one. So, we, we lost that we lost supporter, that supporter. <laughs> but uh, um you know so it, it's we're trying um if there was more happening in the garage kit world and again maybe we're not seeing it because yeah i and that I, could and totally I, be i am burned out on some things and it's hard for me to go and look for things actively sometimes so if something just happens to come across i'm like oh that's cool or that's cool. well that's the thing if it's not coming across our news feed and it's not you know, being put out there somewhere that we're going to see it because the clubhouse doesn't really have a ton of exposure anymore. Um, you know, it's, we don't know what's out there. So yeah. I, I will encourage any producer that's out there that watches or whatever. I've said this before. We don't need free kits, but some photos yeah. are awesome. All right. Any other please stops? Um, yeah, please stop bashing 3D printing because it's, <laughs> it's you know, the opposite of what you just said. Yeah. It's really, it's really cool. And it's nice to see some of our listeners have gotten into it and, yeah. um, have he called me for advice even, or emailed me for yeah, advice. Uh, Mr. Horvath, he'd printed his, he had a first successful yeah. print in, of and Vince, uh, Laurel and Hardy. Vince, um, Simonelli. Simonelli, uh, I've talked to him on the phone a few times and, uh, it's great. So there's, you know, people are interested. Yeah. And it's, it's um, a great mix of both. And that's what we'll make this show is a, is try and do a a good mix. But if we had time, we would do two separate shows, I think. Yeah. A digital and, and, uh, we should do one, a digital one, uh, yeah. So, you know, we'll work on it. Um, so, all right. Uh, I don't have any more police. Yeah, stuff, let's so. stop there. 
let's stop with the please stop. Please stop this fucking episode. <laughs> yeah. All right. So if you have your own please stop and would like to bring something up, even, you know, us stop doing things. I'm sure we annoy people. Yeah. Uh, let us know in the comments. Um, oh, voicemails, emails, corrections. Um, we had a comment in the last episode of that was the quickest subscribe and unsubscribe ever. It didn't bother me at all. And that's fine. Oh, no, it didn't people, bother me at all no. either. I was messing around. But I would love it if you don't like what we're doing. Please let me know why. That way did you we read the reply, and... though? He did reply to you. No. No, did he? No, I haven't gone back and seen it yet. Yeah. So he was actually just making a joke. Oh. So, um, yeah. So hopefully he's still subscribed and we didn't offend him. Awesome. <laughs> but yeah, if so. anything's bad, let us know. I, and I'm sure most of this is bad, but I'd like to know when things are really bad. And we'll try and fix things and make it better. I mean, we're doing this for everybody else. We're not doing it for our health at this point. And keep in mind, too, a lot of my opinions are simply that, just my opinions. But a lot of them, too, are done the the bashing of, like, Peter Jackson stuff and the Lord of the Rings and all that stuff. So much of it's just done in fun. It's just, you know, there's no malice behind it. There's no... so uh the first email is from kendall conniff and we're gonna put most of this in the gallery at the end but he had sent me pictures kind of a while back of him working on this dr jekyll uh diorama he had been working on and holy cow what a kick-ass piece nice and i have i'll have all the other pictures uh in the gallery at the end but hats off to kendall conniff once again for a really cool diorama. I think he had, he had sent me other pictures and I don't know where I put them, where he worked on, it put a light box in the window in the back. And I don't have those for some reason when I, when we went to record tonight, I couldn't find them, but great lighting, some really cool. (laughs) There's some amazing details in here that you'll have to see in the gallery at the end. So Kendall Conniff, outdone yourself once again. Can I talk about this? I have this kit. Why is that arm so weird? The one holding his throat, it looks like a claw. And even it's like, it's right, but it looks bonkers. When you look at that hand, it doesn't look right. The way, I don't know if it's because it's so straight. Well, because try to put your elbow. Is that what it is? It's like, right. Right. And then, and then have your hand there. You wouldn't see it. Right. You know, it, just, it looks weird when you look at it up close. It's it just looks like the Dude, thumb is it's in the wrong Aurora place. kit. Stop it. I don't care. So anyway, does someone just escape hatch replacement arm? Does he make it? Great. Here, another idea. Someone will make a million dollars. The replacement arm. for the... <laughs> No, but the replacement head is really nice that he sells for. Yeah. This. So I have to get it. I'll have to check. I want to see if there is a replacement arm. Okay, we have one email, and that email came two episodes ago, and it came the night we were recording the last episode, so it didn't fit in. But this is from Robert Trock. Episode 39, well done. With another 286 episodes, you have matched the number of the classic shadow, pulps that ran from 1931 to 1949. In another 16 years or so, you may be able to become classic too. Good luck with that one. Holy shit. 16 years of this, dude. Could you even 
don't know. I want to do 16 more minutes of this. <laughs> Surprise, Todd didn't mention how he needs to improve on his kit packing skills instead of the newest kit. Eh. <laughs> Actually, mine was packed pretty well. I think that was a funny dig at that. Uh, for an add-on for the fly scientist, how about Dr. Sirizawa from God- Sirizawa? Sirizawa. Sirizawa. <laughs> Reading it looks funny. Dr. Sirizawa from Godzilla 1954. He can maybe be holding an oxygen destroyer. Todd! That's a good idea. Dr. Sirizawa, Godzilla 1954, oxygen destroyer. That's not a bad idea. Uh, P.S. Scott, for the past year or so, I've been buying a lot of Wells files. Great stuff. Suggestions for others. The Impossibles. Grape Ape. Breezy. Coming. Grape Ape's coming? Grape Ape's coming. I, I will be No, not Grape Ape. Impossibles are coming. Oh, Impossibles are coming. Here, I don't know when, Ape? but he, he's mentioned the Impossibles. Is he, what did he say about Grape Ape? Not Grape Ape, but he might do Grape Ape. Gotta do Grape Ape. Uh, Breezly, Sneezly, Blob from and Cartoon it, Town. Hold on. We showed that. Okay. Blob from Cartoon Town. I would love to do a Dirty Dragon and a Blob from Cartoon Town, but I don't think they'd, you know, I don't want to. Yeah, no one's going to. I'd love to have him, but he's correct. Uh, Birdman. I think there's Birdman out there. Uh, Not by well, but Robert Check. So I think there's a Birdman out there with the bird. Jetsons with Astro? Uh, No. Uh, There's a George Jetson walking Astro. But it's a kit. You have to get it from them. Okay. Jason Dino. Powers. Dino. Dino would be good. All four of the characters from Johnny Quest. Uh, you're not the first one to ask for that. Also, the energy eater. I don't know what that is. But by the only energy eater I know of is on the show with me right now. I'll talk to you in a minute about that. <laughs> and Spider Spy Robot from Quest. Yeah, I was actually talking to Terry Webb last night, and oh yeah, he went into the whole Johnny Quest stuff he'd love to see All right. available. So, uh, Would also love one of Foghorn Leghorn lifting the dog by his tail and smacking him with the two-by-four. <laughs> That's pretty good. That'd be funny. I want Chicken Hawk, actually. Yeah, chicken. chicken Hawk. All right. Uh, as far as people complaining that Scott's Kong is too big, they don't know what they're talking about. I have one and the size is perfect and it's going to be a permanent part of the diorama of miracles. Once I get back to working on that section. Also want to thank CG blade for sending the 3d print as one of his two picks from a previous episode. Uh, I really like Scott's idea of sculpting people's heads to chop off in the guillotine kit. I might want to start with the head of Matt Lawrence. He has it coming because of all of the times he has electrocuted me. Uh, going back to another episode, I watched all of Get Back, and while it was long, it was such a great peek into what it's like to be in a band. The daily grind, the personalities, endless rehearsal, and they did it sober. Impressive. They did it sober? No. They were all high. They were all smoking weed, right? Like, they weren't. Not, on, um, not on camera. Yeah, they were all doing it. Come on. Last, I'm looking forward to Wonder Festival. It's been three years, for Christ's sake. We are excited to bring our diorama. Until next time, Robert Truck. So, very cool. Great email. And that's all I had for emails, corrections, and voicemails. If you want to leave a voicemail, here's the number. I have to see it. 708-816-4299. 
if you would like to leave us an email, oops, wrong button. No, it's when you minimize. Anyway, Monoclub TV. I don't mean to be apathetic. I don't mean to be apathetic. Uh, that's our email. Send us an email. Send us a voicemail. We need more voicemails. And hopefully I'll remember to play them. Uh, well, Brian Clark needs someone to dial the phone for him, so yeah, I know. he can't leave one. Oh, he, I ta- he messaged me today. His uh, basketball season is almost over. He said the voicemail was already be returning. So Why he can't? Whatever. <laughs> he keeps telling me I've got a package on the way. And, yeah. yeah, okay. Still right, waiting. Sorry, this episode was kind of weird. We'll get through it. We'll have a guest next time. You won't be stuck with both of us. Enjoy. March is coming. Spring is coming. Spring is here. That's all? Yeah. Hey. That's all we got. Next time, episode 42. Holy crap. The Doom episode. Doom episode. My number. I've been dreading this episode since the beginning of this. There you go. We'll get right. past it. We're in. Everybody have a great couple of weeks. We'll see you. Take care. Bye.